0: Good evening. Welcome to the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Reverend Michael Mangus. I am filling in for Reverend Dr. Robert Brzezinski. This show focuses on the good news that's happening in our world. And these stories usually don't make it on your local or national news. There is good happening in our world, and this program does highlight some of those stories. We'd like to thank Good News Network for providing the content for our stories this evening. For more information about them, please go to goodnewsnetwork.org, goodnewsnetwork.org. And so now let's go to the good news. Our first story this evening, Irishman whips out fiddle to entertain passengers in flight, and people dance a jig in the aisle. Isn't that cool?
1: <laughs> a flight from Belfast
0: to lanzarote had a spontaneous folk music performance after a passenger whipped out his fiddle and a stranger started doing a river dance in the aisle. The footage was recorded by Danny Walters, who was jetting off for a holiday in the Canaries with his wife. Musician Sean McGee, also on vacation with his wife, asked his pal to pass him the fiddle midway through the flight, claims Danny. Sean then launched into a lively rendition of Las Vegas in the hills of Donegal made famous in the 1990s by folk group Goats Don't Shave. Accompanied by fellow musicians Nathan Carter and also another friend, the trio are currently some of the biggest names in Irish folk music. So video taken on the flight shows fellow passengers laughing, singing, clapping along, as the flight made its way to the Canary Islands, with one person even leaping up and doing a traditional Irish jig to the dance. Sean had to pay extra to have an extra seat for his fiddle so he didn't have to leave it in the baggage hold, explained Danny. A passenger even, again, danced the jig in the Ryanair flight from Belfast again as Sean McGee played the fiddle. So we got on the plane and the boys were sitting behind us, said Danny. And about an hour or so in, we heard someone say, Hey, guys, give us the fiddle. And in the video, uh, McGee calls out, I, have we got anyone from Donegal? And many of the passengers cheered in return. What a nice story. You never know when you're on these flights, when you may be entertained, and the in-person entertainment was absolutely free. Also, singing or playing music throughout your life is linked to both better health while you age Uh, Playing a musical instrument has obvious rewards, the sense of fun and enjoyment, the ability to express feelings in different ways, and the satisfaction experienced as proficiency improves. But could it actually make you smarter? Well, scientists working on PROTECT, which is an online study open to people ages 40 and over, Reviewed data for more than a thousand adults to see the effects of playing a musical instrument or singing on brain health, and what they found was that apart from any benefit it had for emotional well-being, it actually improved the memory and cognitive speed of the forty-plus-ups. Over twenty-five thousand people have signed up for the ProTect study, which has been running now for around ten years. And in order to come up with this exciting finding, the team reviewed participants' musical experiences and also lifetime exposure to music alongside the results of cognitive testing to determine whether being musical helps to keep the
1: brain sharp in later life.
0: And Corbett, who is a professor of dementia research, said this. A number of studies have looked at the effects of music on brain health. Our ProTech study has given us a unique opportunity to explore the relationship between the cognitive performance and music in a larger cohort of older adults. Now, this guy's pretty interesting. This is. Stuart Douglas, who's a 78-year-old accordion player from Cornwall, has played the instrument throughout his life and now plays with the Cobra Valley Accordion Band, as well as with the Cornish Division of the Royal Scottish Country Dance Society. He said this, he said, I learned to play the accordion as a boy living in a mining village, and I carried on throughout my career in the police force and beyond, said Mr. Douglas. He said, these days I still play on a regular basis and playing in the band also keeps my calendar full as we often perform in public. The paper was published in the International Journal of Geriatric
1: Psychiatry. So, if you're musical, play an instrument. Or learn one.
0: So, next, a pet detective who tracks down and reunites lost dogs with owners. As the good news continues here on the New Thought Media Network. <laughs>
2: superpower we have the power to manifest as we dedicate attention to our thoughts but often miss opportunity to achieve the greatest good your superpower is waiting to be unleashed to unlock a fuller more rewarding world for all Join us every Thursday at noon Mountain Time for Choice, your creative superpower with Zoe DeMuro.
0: We're back here on the good news, here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Reverend Michael, and I'm subbing in this week for Dr. Robert, who's still in Kenya. And we have all kinds of good stories this week, including this one. She is a pet detective who tracks down and reunites lost dogs with their owners for free using thermo-imaging. Isn't that interesting? She doesn't accept a penny for her work, saying that the joy is when an owner is reunited with their animal, and that's all the reward that she really needs. Erica Hart, 44, got her first drone as a present from her father in April 2018. After practicing with it, her dad told Erica a dog was missing in their local area and suggested that she use her drone to help find it. Erica called the owner of the missing dog a schnauzer that went missing on a walk and went out to help him find it, which she did. So the word spread, and Erica said it snowballed from there, and she has been on 330 dog rescue missions with her drone. And she's even kept a few of the pooches that she found. From Scotland to Somerset in the UK, Erica is usually the first one called in the nation for such missions. She's estimated that she's been through around 30 drones since she started out and reiterated that the human element of the work is the most important for her. She says, I have seen large six-foot men burst into tears It is priceless to see their faces. Some people cannot have kids, so they will get a dog, and that is a comfort for some people. Erica is on call seven days a week and has been out looking on both Christmas Day and also New Year's Day. And the longest rescue Erica has been on has been 12 days, but she says that the length of the rescue depends upon whether the animal missing goes into. Fight or light
1: mode. How nice is that?
0: Next in the news, we find that newly released NASA collection of spiral galaxies may leave viewers mesmerized. These jaw dropping photos of 13 different spiral galaxies were released in a bundle by NASA and are a result of the space agency's work using the James Webb Space Telescope. It wasn't just a hobbyist stargazing, however. They're actually a part of a long-standing project called the Physics at High Angular Resolution in Nearby Galaxies, which is supported by more than 150 astronomers worldwide. NASA wrote alongside the photo dump of these wonderful pictures here, it is oh so easy to be absolutely mesmerized by these spiral galaxies, following their clearly defined arms, which are brimming with stars to their centers, where there may be old star clusters and sometimes active supermassive black holes. Only NASA's James Webb Space Telescope can deliver high-detailed scenes of nearby galaxies in a combination of near and mid-infrared light. One especially cool part of their release to the public is that it replicates how the NASA astronomers themselves were able to see them for the very first time when they flooded the NASA servers after being produced into visible life. Janice Lee, who is a project scientist for the Strategic Initiatives at the Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore, said this, that the Webb's new images are extraordinary. They're mind-blowing even for researchers who have studied the same galaxies for decades. Bubbles and filaments are resolved down to the smallest scale ever observed and they tell a story about the star's formation cycle. The telescope's MR or MIRI, which is the mid-infrared instrument data, highlights glowing dust, showing us where it existed around and between the stars. It also revealed stars that haven't yet fully formed which are essentially encased in the glass and dust that feed their growth like bright red seeds at the tip of
1: dusty peaks.
0: How wonderful is that? A miracle of science. Next here in the good news, we have a great story about a bride who donates a $15,000 reception to special needs families after calling off her wedding. And for those of you who don't know, I'm in the wedding business. I officiate weddings here in Ohio. So usually what happens is that when weddings are called off, still caterers get paid because that, again, they have to buy the food. And so when a wedding is canceled, There's not much you can do except go ahead and give the meal away. But the story says, it says, in the true definition of a worst-case scenario, none named uh, California uh, bride-to-be is reported to have called off her entire non-refundable wedding reception worth $15,000 after learning something about her fiancé. But Fox News details that she took the disaster and turned it on its head donating the reception party complete with a dinner, dessert, drinks, DJ, dancing, and photo booth to a nonprofit called Parents Helping Parents, which provides community support to parents with children who have special needs. Says Maria Dene, who is the executive director of Parents Helping Parents, it makes me feel grateful for the resilience and kindness of people that this bride could do something so generous and thoughtful in the face of her own sadness. That is extremely inspiring. So organizers at Parents Helping Parents sent out invitations for the ball for all and had all the seats reserved 48 hours before the event. The bride had detailed the party was to be for all the special needs folks from zero to 100, And the gesture touched the hearts of all involved. Danae added that the bride's generosity took the whole organization totally by surprise. And she also told the news network that having worked her whole career for the nonprofit sector, the most rewarding aspect is watching decent people and also disasters bring out the best and most altruistic tendencies in people.
1: How nice is that? You take
0: a lemon and turn it into lemonade. Well, next here on the good news, we have our hero of the week, plus also, We have other stories. So stay right, stay tuned right here at the New Thought Media Network, and we will be right back with more.
2: Please help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living, Denver, Center for Spiritual Living, Midtown, New Thought Philadelphia, Planned Happiness Institute, Summit Center, Spiritual Living, One Heart Retreats, Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Unity Kitchener, Unity Spiritual Center, Ottawa, Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, Satya Center, Begin Within Ministries, Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, Unity of Savannah and the Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, as well as all of our individual donors. Thank you for being part of the New Thought Media Network. Please like, share, and subscribe. New Thought Media Network, positively inspiring.
0: And before we go back into the good news, I'd like to take this opportunity, first of all, to say thank you to every one of you who donate on a regular basis to the New Thought Media Network. We really appreciate your donation of love and also of support. And that our team is currently over in Kenya, representing all of us at the CSL Leadership Conference over in Nairobi, and we still have bills to pay. If you could go to ntmedia.org donate and give a very special one-time gift, it would really help us to begin the year not only in the black, but also to give us funds to be able to do the conferences that we stream for very much a fraction of the cost of what it would cost organizations to hire a professional streaming service and the other good things that we do around the world. Again, partner with us, help us get this powerful message to the world. Just go to ntmedia.org slash donate on behalf of Reverend Robert and all of us again, thank you so very much. We appreciate all of your love and support. And now,
1: back to the good news.
0: And now we've come to that portion of our broadcast where we highlight the Hero of the Week. And our Hero of the Week is really two heroes. Two snowboarders saved the lives of skiers after nearly losing their own in Palisade's avalanche. Just minutes after being buried alive in a terrifying avalanche, two snowboarders dug themselves out and found that fate had placed them in a unique position. Lauren Ennis and also his best friend Ben Erskine, both discovered other people had been buried next to them, and they were both were able to save a life after nearly losing their own. At Palisade Ski Resort in early January, Ennis and Erskine were shocked to find that the chairlift for the KT-22 run was open and operating. Though the wind and snow made the avalanche risk high, the two figured that it was safe enough that morning seeing that because the lift was operational. However, by the time that they had arrived at the top of the KT-22 run, conditions had worsened to a near whiteout, and it wasn't long before they realized from calling of the other skiers on the lift that Mother Nature was thundering towards them. For a period, they were able to use their skills to travel with the avalanche before being swallowed. Ennis told CBS it was like a locked-in water slide. It is the most surreal, crazy thing ever. You could not move anything in your lower body. It was like a million-pound weighted blanket. So against all odds, the pair came to a halt near each other, as well as in a position that allowed them to dig themselves out. Once her heads were above the snow, they realized that two skiers were buried mere feet from them and that they had to be the first responders. Janet He, a skier in her 40s, couldn't leverage her strength to dig herself out. And in so, in such a situation, death from asphyxiation can arrive within minutes. But Ennis arrived sooner, digging her out with reassuring words that he admitted that she would remember for the rest of her life. Erskine also dug out the man next to her. The mountain gives and the mountain takes away. And though one man died in that avalanche, and the two friends had only miraculously survived a near-death experience, They were already prepared to return for some threading of the slopes by the time that CBS reported on the news. And one of the skiers, Janet He, was on the slopes the very next morning. So congratulations again to our Heroes of the Week, Lauren Ennis and also Ben Erskine, for doing a very courageous act in the moment. Well, that's all the news here, all the good news. And for more of our programming, please go to New Thought Media Network on our Facebook page and also our YouTube channel. Next here on our New Thought Media Network, we'll be having the Friday evening fireside chat with yours truly, which is a look at the contemporary news from a spiritual perspective, plus also exciting guests. From all of us here at the New Thought Media Network, I am Reverend Michael Mangus, and I'm going to wish you a very pleasant good night. And also, may you see good news in everything that you do.